So I never thought I'd say this, but WWE Dynamite is the best wrestling show that comes on ever. WWE Dynamite, one of the, one of the great. I, I man, tonight's episode of WWE Dynamite. Listen, WWE Dynamite, the video game, about to be fire. Actually, WWE Dynamite, the mobile game, is about to be crazy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, wrestling fans. Welcome to another episode of Within the Ropes. Within the Ropes. Within the Ropes. With your host, P-R-I-A-N-T-R-O-N-I to the C. And I'm back to talk some fucking uh, AEW. AEW. AEW Dynamite. Um, We're not going to waste no time. We're going to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's only right that we talk about WWE Dynamite. <laughs> Listen, before I get into the show, I just want to say, I think, see, there's a, there's a thin line between, ah, uh, he just made a mistake, you know, they're new. Um, Got to get used to it. All those things. <laughs> there's a thin. I don't even know if there's a thin line. It's thinning out, but like, come on, JR. Wrestling fans out there, if you guys are okay with Jim Ross doing this yet again, and think that there's absolutely nothing wrong and think that AEW have to make zero adjustments. Then you ain't been around long enough. You know what kind of shit would have went down or what kind of shit the other company. You, you listen, listen, AEW's lucky that Vince ain't petty and that Vince ain't. I mean, he's petty. All right, let's let's tell the truth. He's petty. But. They're lucky Vince ain't going to just go on Friday Friday night smackdown and just start you know saying the WWE dynamite you lucky it ain't the old days okay cuz he to pick that motherfucker up and and ran with it and 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 WCW would have as well so i don't know man jim ross got to go in my opinion he got to go for a number of reasons, not even just that. Like, I think he's just an old, perverted guy now. That's just my opinion. Don't be mad at me. Um, Dynamite kicked off with uh, Chris Jericho making his entrance. You are beautiful on the inside. You are innocent, personified. And I will drag you down and run away. That's what they sound like. You know, they usually wait until a certain point uh, before they start going crazy with the whatever he not that shit getting old, bruh, for real. Come on, y'all. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get rid of that, son. Excuse me if I sound a little stuffy. 
I'm going to keep it all the way one thou out with y'all. I, I'm, I'm recording this in the morning. I just woke up. Yeah, I just woke up. Yeah, I, you know, after I, you know, watched Dynamite, went to the grocery store. You know what I mean? With my wife, me and my wife went to the grocery store. We, you know, went and got, I went and got some more gallons of water because a gallon a day um, will keep the haters away. Um, you know, we vibed, we chilled. You know, watch the movie, watch the little T-Pain little episode on that one thing on Netflix, whatever, you know. We chilled. So I still got the the morning morning uh the morning voice. I feel like it does my voice better. It makes me sound more broadcasty. So whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Chris Jericho makes his entrance. He joins Excalibur, Tony, Shivani, and Jim Ross uh on commentary. For, you know, the duration of the program. And then they started off with a banger. The Young Bucks versus Pentagon El Cerro. El Cerro Miedo. And Eddie Kingston. Um, the Young Bucks cast some, some new mustaches. <laughs> I almost thought they was fake. I still kind of think that one of them was fake. I think Nick's was fake. Nick's came down like a fucking, <laughs> like he was a, what's the dude's name in that one movie with the headband? Whatever. Eddie Kingston and Matt uh, Jackson started the match off. Um, you know, Kingston doing the do, controlling the match uh, at the beginning. You know, see, the Young Bucks did a lot of this um you know, whenever they get slammed or slapped or whatever, whenever there was whenever there was a camera close to them, they would make these faces and, you know, just oversell pretty much everything, which makes for good comedy, I guess. But it started to get annoying in the ring almost, almost as if they didn't take um, Kingston and uh, Penta El Cero serious. Um but this match was still um, a really good match. It was still a banger. Um, at one point, I thought this was for the tag titles. I'm not going to lie. Just because of how hype it was and how, you know, the fans were into it. It was just an overall good match. I'm kinda, I was kind of disappointed it wasn't for the titles at the end. Um, the Good Brothers show up. Uh, they distract the referee, which allowed Brandon Cutler on the apron. He got to spray Penta. However, Penta ducked, and Brian Cutler sprays the eyes of Matt Jackson. Frankie Kazarian then comes out to distract the Good Brothers, and Cutler, Penta hits Fear Factor, and then he gets the the pin and the one, two, three. And at this point, I'm like, holy shit. Like, even I looked at my son, I was like, yo, they just won the titles. Like, ha, ha. How? But then I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. It wasn't for the titles. It was definitely a uh, match to see if they would challenge for the titles. So um, that's cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it was cool, I guess. Um, they had a backstage segment after the match with uh, Christian telling Jungle Boy that he did great. He'll be a champion one day. Luchasaurus comes up and he says thank you to Christian. Uh, for having Jungle Boys back while he was gone, and they started talking about some dinosaur shit, and um, it was it was typical 
uh, Christian comedy. And I will say that it was good to see Christian in his element uh, from a comedic standpoint um, a little bit. I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. Good segment. Um, still seeing some signs of maybe a Christian heel turn. I know a lot of you wrestling fans out there think that it's too early. I had one guy uh, tweet me and say that it was too early. Um, or I, you know, he tweeted me, he commented on an Instagram post um, of a clip that I posted of me saying that, you know, last week, um, Christian turning on Jungle Boy, I wouldn't have mind if that happened. But, yeah, I mean, like I say, only time will tell, you know, with uh, what's going to happen with Christian. Uh, Shivani's in the ring with all ego, Ethan Page. Asking him why he, oh, let's not forget, Scorpio Sky as well, guys, okay? Scorpio Sky, yeah, I know he's kind of in the background. You guys probably don't really notice him. But Scorpio fucking Sky should not be playing second fiddle to Ethan Page or anybody for that matter. Somebody free Scorpio Sky. Somebody get this man out of AEW and put him in WWE where all the black people winning titles. <laughs> Hello. Look, man, I don't want to go there. I don't, I don't want to go there, but I had to say something. I had to say something. I had to say it. I had to say it. Wrestling fans, listen. There's a reason why I say that, okay? I'm not, I'm not one to harp on, you know, anybody being a, being a certain status because of their race or anything like that. That's not I'm I'm not going to do that. But I will say Come on, man. You feel me? Yeah. I know what I'm talking. About. Let me move on. Um <laughs> he asked him why he challenged Darby to a coffin match. Pace says that everything he does to Allen just keeps coming back. He said he's doing this so he can wreck him mentally. He says that from here on out, every time you do a coffin drop, you always think about me. The lights go out, and then Sting walks out with a coffin on wheels. It's like a skateboard coffin. And I didn't think to, maybe Darbin's in the coffin. Darbin. Maybe, Dar uh, you know what, fuck it, I'll call him Darbin. Maybe Darbin's in the coffee. Darby Allen is Darbin. Maybe Darbin's in the coffee. Coffee? Yo, somebody give me some coffee. Wake my ass up. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, Darby was in the coffin. Um, after a short video on the little video board, uh, Sting pulled back the blanket and uh, Darby Allen gets out of the coffin and, and him and Sting charge to the ring. A little short charge to the ring. Um, Darby uh, attacked Ethan Page of Scorpio Sky. Um, Sting gets in there and Give Scorpio Sky a scorpion death drop. It's only right, right? Scorpion, Scorpio. It's only right. Um, security then pulls uh, Darby off, um, who was p 
pulling and scratching at Ethan Page's eyes, gouging the eyes. Just you hear Ethan Page screaming, "Ah, my eyes, my eyes!" Ah, you know. Uh, Page gets out of the ring. He grabs a microphone. He says that their match next week is off, off in Miami. It's not happening. Coffee match not happening in Miami. And I say good call, considering the things that's happening down there. Um, with the, um, I'm not gonna speak too much on it, but you know, with the co- building collapse and you know the people um, dying out there and people missing still, all that. You know, nah, coffin match off. So good call by Mr. Khan and and uh, all elite uh, wrestling entertainment. Um, but then he goes on to say that if he can keep his hands off him for a week, he wants it in writing. Then they can have their match at Fighter Fest in Texas. Cool. Uh, Chris Jericho promotes his book. Blah, 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 blah. I thought that thing's been out. Um, Jack Evans went on to face uh, Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy comes out, sends Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt to the back. Um, this was a match where if Jungle Boy won, it would be his 50th win in AEW. He'd be the first to 50 wins, which is kind of strange. He's had a, I'm sure he's had a lot of dark matches. Um, is this 50 singles matches? Or is this 50 matches total, including like tag teams? I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, this match was cool. Um, Jungle Boy picked up the victory. It was what happened after the match um, that kind of, I don't know, more shenanigans. <laughs> Hardy family. Uh, followed by Christian, um, Christian and company, you know, uh, Marco stunt and everybody, um, this would, this would go for, this would, we would see a brief encounter with the uh, Christian and Matt Hardy. Obviously they're going to be having a match pretty soon. I don't know why they just don't say it. Um, look, man, I don't have an issue with, you know, Hardy and Christian, but honestly think they're going in the wrong direction here. I think it should be Christian and Jungle Boy down the line or, you know, something of that nature. I mean, see, here's what I have a problem with. I have a problem with people having championship matches and then them forgetting that they had championship matches. It's almost as bad as what happens to Kofi after losing the WWE championship to uh, Brock Lesnar. It's almost like they forget. Same with Scorpio Sky. It's like, this man won a brass ring. What the fuck was that for? Give him a little bit more respect. Give him a little more. Give him something to do. Give him more credit. Let him put on some banger matches from week to week. Don't let him fucking be Robin to Ethan Page's Batman. Don't let him do. Don't don't do that. Give that man something to do. <clears throat> um, but yeah. So Jungle Boy picked up the victory. Um, MJF. Vignette slash promo backstage talking about how he's disappointed in Chris Jericho. Um, And next week, he's going to announce the stipulation for a match against Chris Jericho. He tells Sammy Guevara that after tonight, people will say that Guevara is the future of the business because I am the now. (laughs) I am the now. Because I'm better than you. And you know it. We get a promo with Andrade El Idolo. 
um, challenging Matt Seidel or Matt something, as he said, to a match on uh, next week's Dynamite in Miami. He said the 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 city of Latinos, the city of Scarface. Um, what do he say? The city of Caliente. <laughs> Shout out to Andrade, man. He finna talk that shit, walk that shit. Want to know why? Because he fuck with the Queen City. That's why. I won't be surprised if he pull up in Miami, bumping that. Walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. I won't be surprised. You might as well call him the king. Because she the queen. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. From the queen city. Andrade El Idolo. You know. Y'all know how I get down. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm excited for Andrade to get his um his first match in AEW. Should be a good one. Kenny Omega comes out to talk to Tony Schiavone. Kenny talks about everyone he has defeated. He says he's beat the most promising future stars uh, last week uh, in being Jungle Boy. Uh, he said he's taking time off because he has no one else worth facing him. There's nobody else. Dark Order comes out. Their music hits. Evil Uno comes out. The whole gang tell Kenny Omega that someone they know is worthy of a title shot. And I don't know why I was fucking thinking like, yo, is Evil Uno? Then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page is in the dark order. I forgot. It all makes sense now. So, you know, this is a setup for Omega Page. Um, Omega says, if you're talking about the person I think you are, I don't think they have the guts to fight me. If he thinks that person they're talking about is worthy, he's not. All right? And then he kind of just leaves. He does his good night. Wah, bang. See you, see, you, see you later. Sayonara. <laughs> That's what he did. Um, so, and then it was a... Long, awkward pause. I thought Adam Page's music was going to hit, um, but I was wrong. And maybe they were wrong, too, because maybe they thought it was going to hit, too, or maybe something was going on. But I liked the setup. It was cool. Made it seem like Hangman Page was a little afraid, or maybe he was drinking backstage. He didn't know what was going on. Who knows? If Hangman Page does not win that AEW World Championship from Kenny Omega, the best bout machine. That's what he is, right? Wrestling fans, let me know. The best bout machine. Come on, man. Brian Pillman Jr. cut a backstage vignette promo, and he tells Miro that he made things professional when he went after. Oh, I'm sorry. Not professional. <laughs> he made things personal, not professional. When he went after his tag team partner, Griff Garrison, he says that he will show everyone that Miro is nothing but a Bulgarian bitch. <laughs> big pop, big pop, big pop. Yeah! Woo! 
So the next match is the TNT Championship match between Brian Pillman Jr., the challenger, challenging Miro, the champion, Miro. Um, look, man. Rusev doing some of the best shit of his life, his career. His AEW career, he's undefeated. And I almost thought that was going to come to an end tonight, but I was wrong. Um, Pillman gets Miro back in the ring after a, a drop kick. Hits a springboard clothesline. Pillman goes for the pin, but only gets a one count. Duh. Miro gets kicked twice in the head, but doesn't phase him because Miro is Rusev and Rusev is Miro. And, you know, he's still got those elements of him. Like, don't shit phase him. I don't want to say Ryback, but you know what I mean. How long before Ryback gets an AEW? Y'all let me know. I was about to say y'all let me know in the chat. <laughs> ah, that's when you used to stream it on Twitch forever. Um, Miro hits a roundhouse kick. Then he puts Pillman in the game over. Referee calls for the bell. Pillman is out. Kind of, he kind of changed it. I don't know. I, I might not have been paying attention to Miro and his finishers. He put him in the, what did he used to call in WWE? I don't know. You know what I mean. The, the Steiner recliner. <laughs> he, put, he put him in the Steiner recliner, and then he kind of went back and put him in the Oscar lock. Something like that. Whatever. Miro's still the TNT champion. Um, rightfully so. Shout out to Miro, man. I'm going to give him his flowers. I'm not going to talk shit. I talked I talked a bunch of shit about him and, you know, how he's he's another one of these guys that, you know, if given the opportunity, he can execute and knock it out of the park. So good for Miro. Uh, they go to backstage segment with uh, Dark Order and Adam Page. Adam Page asks, he said, yo, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> they tell Adam that he's ready. They're encouraging him. They're saying, hey, you're ready, man. We believe in you. We believe in you. And and, and Adam kind of looks like he's like, all right, cool. But I'm, I'm like, damn, what happened to that energy? What the hell is going on? What the hell are you guys thinking? Going out there making a challenge for me? Blah, 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 blah. Look, man. You think they're going to give him the title for, 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 for uh, uh, Brody? You think the dark? I think the dark order got one more victory in them. I don't know. I'm so I'm sort of sort of strange that Hangman just ended up with the dark order. Still, it's not. It's kind of weird. Um, they get a uh, team Taz vignette slash segment slash promo. I like how they fade. I I can't tell whether these are live or taped sometimes because they fade into them so well. Um, I'm sure most of them are taped. Probably. Uh, they go to Team Taz and and uh, Taz tell them that they're gonna solve the issues with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, and um, they're gonna do it in a match. Brian Cage is gonna defend the FTW title against Ricky Starks in two weeks at uh AEW Dynamite. So it should be interesting. Give Ricky Starks the FTW title. Honestly, no. Don't give Ricky Starks the FGW title. Give it back to let Brian Cage keep it and let Ricky Starks go off on his own, man. Again, another talented guy who's just being held back by, you know, the big guys, Brian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, you know, shit, even Taz's son getting more shine and recognition than uh, Ricky Starks. Come on, man. 
let Ricky go in there and just fuck it up with, with some guys week in and week out. You got the roster. You got the talent. I get it. He's injured right now, though, so I'm not going to speak anymore on that situation. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero up next. <laughs> hey, make sure y'all follow my socials real quick. Go to, go to Twitter, type in Within the Ropes. On Twitter, type in Brian Tronic. Just hit the follow button if you're not already. All right. Got some things coming up. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sir. Got some things coming up in the next few days. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the damn thing. Um, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero against Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Listen. I'm not too fond on the women's champion becoming the women's champion and then everything else that she does after has nothing to do with the women's championship. It's almost like it doesn't matter at this point, right? I get this is to set up Nyla Rose and Dr. Britt Baker, but could you have had Britt Baker go one-on-one for the last few weeks with, you know, some talent in the women's division? Solidify Britt Baker as being a badass champion, sort of like the Kuwait City, the future 14-time women's champion. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, this match was bootsy. Didn't care for it. Didn't like it at all. Um, you know, lots of shenanigans. Rebel got hurt. I think she uh, may have dislocated her knee or something like that, her kneecap. Well, she got hurt. She goes down. Um, Britt Baker and Rebel win. Um, Baker, after the match, was uh, thrown through a table um, by Nyla Rose. So, obviously, you know, ta-da, we're getting Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose for the Women's Championship. Um, The Women's World Championship. So, whatever, that should be cool. I don't know. I I don't know, man. Honestly, Nala Rose not really, she's not really hitting it for me either. I think it may be because, you know, they, I don't know, she just don't look like the native beast like she looked when she first started, when they first, you know, when AEW first started. She just don't look like the native beast. She don't feel like the beast to me. I think Vicky Guerrero kind of brings her down as well. She don't need Vicky. Everybody got a fucking manager. Everybody got a fucking faction. Everybody got a fucking partner. Everybody got something in AEW, and I don't like that. That's my personal preference. I don't like that. Um, we get a promo uh, for next week's Road Rager. Um, running down the card. We get a promo with Jake Hager and Proud and Powerful talking about their match next week. Um, with FTR and Wardlow, they'll have uh, Tully Blanchard in their corner, and Conan will be in the corner of Proud and Powerful and Jake Hager. Jake Hager is a promo man. He's he's getting a lot better on that mic with being able to talk his shit and cuss and say bitch, and, you know, all that. It really does well for him. Uh, but we'll get into the main event. Main event: MJF versus Sammy Guevara. Um, Sammy pulled out everything in this match, y'all. Sammy, you'd 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 have thought this was the uh, double or nothing. 
you'd have, you'd have, uh you'd have thought that this was Sammy's the the, the very first match on an AEW program, Sammy, because Sammy I think went crazy in that match as well. I forgot who his opponent was, um, but this is cool. Um, Sammy hit MJF with a destroyer. What did he call it? A, a Puerto Rican destroyer or some shit? Or I don't know. Jericho said some shit. He was on fire at times, at points of this match. Not all the time. He it was a couple of misses uh, in his commentary. Um, but he uh, he hit the destroyer. Goes for a pin. MJF kicks out. MJF um, then goes into the first row of the audience, and Sammy Guevara hits a huge 630 dive from from the end. Was it the inside of the ring? I forget whether he jumped from the inside of the ring or if he not had to be off the, off the turnbuckle or the top rope. One of them. But it was cool. It was a good image. Again, Sammy pulling out his bag. You know what I'm saying? Putting on a show, showing that he could really go. Um which they would give Scorpio Sky that that that, that moment. Take him away. Anyways, um, they get back in the ring. Um, as they get close to a ten count, MJF hits Sammy Guevara uh, set from a, with the second rope tombstone pile driver. Now that should be a finisher right there. That should have put Sammy out. All the way out. I don't know why that's not a finisher. That shit was fire and very dangerous. Um, both men are down. They get back up. Um, Sammy hits the GTH. Uh, he goes for the pin. However, Matt or uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman's leg is on the rope. Sammy Guevara hits the 630 splash, goes for the pin, but only gets a two count. And at this point, here comes. Sean Spears and Wardlow. And then Chris Jericho gets up and he says, you know what? I knew this was going to happen. I'm not going to let this go any further. He gets up. He starts to go at it with Wardlow. Or, in fact, no, he starts to go after Sean Spears, but is attacked by Wardlow. Right? So then Wardlow grabs Jericho and he calls for Bryce Rimsburg, who was the referee in the match. He's like, hey, hey, Bryce. Throws Jericho off the little the little ledge right there um, uh, by the fans or whatever. Um, throws him down uh, to the ringside area over by the timekeeper's table, the ring bell, all that. He kind of rolls under the table. The referee now uh, has his attention on Jericho. Um, and at this point, Sean Spears hits Sammy Guevara with a chair. MJF pins Sammy for the one two, three, and picks up the victory. Look, more shenanigans. I didn't like it. It didn't need it. It really didn't need it. MJF could have won clean with a nice little move. I don't even, honestly, I don't even know what, I don't even know what MJF's finisher is. That's how bad it's getting. They say this was MJF's first match since, first singles match since what, October? Did I read that right? There's no fucking, there's no way. I got to be wrong. I got to be off. First singles match since October. There's no way. I don't know. MJF wins, though. Um, don't know if that was the right choice or not. Um, but, hey, we'll see. We'll see going forward if it's the right choice. We'll see if MJF just 
uh, elevates or if he goes back to group group vibes. Same with Sammy Guevara. If he just if this if this performance elevates him and and you know the company wants to put him in a spot where he could be a single star. Um, same thing with Proud and Powerful, man. They should. I don't know. Uh, too many factions. Too many factions. Too many factions. And I think that everybody should just break up and everybody just start over. And 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 everybody should be in. I don't know, man. Y'all know how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, to end the show, uh, they they play a video package um, of all the highlights ever since what they say fifteen months or. Was it 15 months? May have been longer. I'm not sure. Um, at Daly's Place, early stages of the pandemic, you know, all the pay-per-views that they've had, all the dynamites that they've had. Um, it was a really good video package. Very, very well put together. Um, but to top it off, yeah, top it off, <laughs> Jim Ross said there ain't nothing like Live crowd right here. WWE Dynamite. <laughs> Yo, Jim got to stop, bro. They got to get him off the mic. They got to get him off commentary. I I'm, I'm mostly listen to Excalibur anyways. I'm tired of listening to Excalibur. Uh, unconfused JR or, you know, remind JR what to do or what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of look, man. Jim Ross, it's okay. Ride off into the sunset. Handle your shit, bro. Do your thing, bro. Work backstage. Be or just I don't know. Who who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Maybe he could be on dark or elevation. Who knows? I don't know. But that was AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, from last night. Um, uh, tonight is Impact. Depending on how I feel about the show, will be if I give a review on it. Because um, I gave a review on it last week and I thought it was absolutely trash and I didn't have shit to say. I think that was my shortest review. It was 16 minutes. Yuck. Um, nah, fuck it. I'll probably give a review. Y'all deserve it, man. Shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you're listening right now, just know I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. I love all y'all listeners. Y'all, y'all give me that energy. Y'all give me that juice. You know what I'm saying? To keep going, to keep knocking out these motherfucking reviews every single fucking day. Um, I'm going to get back to same day reviewing. Uh, I've just been busy the last couple of days, so I couldn't do it with NXT or AEW. Had to drop the next day. But a uh, uh, Impact tonight, I'm, if I do a review, it's, it's, it's dropping tonight. And um, SmackDown is also tomorrow. Uh, that's gonna, I'm going to do a review on that. That's going to drop same night as well. Again, I've been posting these on YouTube as well. So if you're listening on here, if it's easier to listen on YouTube, you can go ahead and go over to the YouTube and fucking listen to it there. If not, which I'm pretty sure it's not because you're listening to it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever or Stitcher or Overcast or whatever you want to listen to. Yeah, that's right. We everywhere. We on all the platforms. Um, then it's cool. However way you listen it, I don't, I don't mind. I don't care. As long as you're listening. WWE Dynamite was, was good tonight or last night. Uh, see, I'm used to saying tonight because I'm used to, you know, doing the reviews the same night. So my apologies for those of you who were waiting on it. Follow me on social media at Within the Ropes, at Brian Tronic on Twitter and on Instagram. Please follow me there. Um, 
before I go, I'm gonna give my two memorable moments. Um, let's see, memorable moment number one. Ah, I'll say this. I'll say how shocked I was to see Sable's tits at Fully Loaded. I believe that was what Fully Loaded '98. The black paint on Sable's tits. Yeah. That was a memorable moment for me because at that point I was like, whoa. Well. Um, fully loaded. No, I'm gonna give y'all three because that's kind of that's kind of boosty. That's not really a uh, a good, 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 good moment. Um let's talk about it. Uh Randy Orton. Um, RKO out of nowhere to the beloved Matt Seidel, uh, FKA Evan Bourne. The RKO out of nowhere was the shooting star into the RKO. Um, that was a memorable moment. I thought that was cool. Um, memorable moment number three, uh, Kofi Kingston, WrestleMania. I mean, I think I, I'm, I'm actually, I should slap myself for not mentioning that before. Um, winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania uh, 35. Yeah, probably. I'm not going to lie, man. That's probably like at the top of the list for me. It was, I wish I was in attendance for that. Um, it was emotional. It was It was tough. Like, I think I was, at one point during the match, you kind of knew it was going to happen. But yeah, man. Uh, once once it became real, it was it was it was tough. It was heavy. It was definitely heavy, man. Um, you know, seeing somebody that looked just like you, seeing your kid, your kid, your kids are watching with you, seeing the excitement and joy on their face, um, seeing something like that go down, uh, knowing that it's possible, man. It's 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 really it's really an amazing feeling. It really is. So. Kofi Kingston, uh, I'll put that at the top of the list, top out of the list of memorable moments that I've experienced, whether that be, you know, sitting at home or in 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 live attendance. Um, again, thank you. Damn, got all a little sad right now. Shout out to Kofi Kingston, man. I hope he can capture that WWE championship once again. Um Make sure y'all follow me on social media. I'm going to keep saying that shit, man. Follow me on social media, okay? I just cracked over 100 followers on Twitter, all right? We almost there on Instagram. Follow me on the socials. Um, and I'll see y'all later tonight with the with Impact. I appreciate y'all. Good morning. Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. Fresh, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. 
I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, motherfucker D's. Rosie Perez, and yes, barely passed. Any and every class, looking at every app. Cheated on every test, I guess. This is my dissertation, homie, this is basic.